No, no, I've been, I'm a supreme dipshit just in other ways. Welcome to the second best show. I'm Ori Aviv, and I'm here with my second best co-hosts, Sam Cohen. Hey. And Bobby Downey. Hello. And every episode, we decide the second best of a new topic. Join us as we rank, debate, and eliminate eight contenders head-to-head in three rounds and decide what we think is the second best for this episode. Let's start the show. You guys, uh, how has your life changed in the last two weeks? Uh, did you guys uh, grow an extra couple of hairs, a um, couple of fingers? Did you lose a finger? Did you uh, eat, eat anything Eat anything delicious? Watch anything good? No, pretty uh, pretty good, pretty eventful. Went to um, a uh, like Japanese botanical garden. They did like a nighttime viewing of like all the cherry blossom trees Ooh. that are starting to bloom. Oh yeah, yeah, and that was nice. Took some pictures, had some fun. I love a fucking cherry blossom. I, I man, that is some uh, hipster <laughs> shit. Like right there, yeah. that I'm 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 bought yeah. into it. I'm into it. Fuck me up. Yeah, but like, oh, let's go to the botanical gardens. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Sam, we were just talking about that. I know, I know. I I was just saying I have a day off, and Ori's like, you should go to a botanical garden. I was like, ooh. Yeah, and we meant it. Uh, like, earnestly. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, what I did instead was I went to a record shop. Oh, did you get anything good? Let's see. What did I get? I got uh, The Art of Starting Over by Demi Lovato. I'll hear no hate for it. Let's see. What else did I get? I got, uh, Ooh, ladies and gentlemen, we are floating in space by spiritualized, which is an incredible, incredible space rock album. Um, and then, um, I got a staple singers gospel album, which is one of these. I heard, uh, Matt Berry gave a, a, an interview. He was talking about all of his records in his house. And he said, sometimes you get this feeling where like, you just, you don't know why, but you can't leave without this record like you see it and you're like i just can't leave this here and that's how i felt about it i'm not obviously like i'm i like gospel i like staple singers i'm not i i don't know i don't know what it was i was just like this is a four dollar record and i can't leave the store without it it, it, it ridiculous feeling but yeah no i'm into it oh i'm sorry yes and then the other one that i got was uh the format um and they have an album dog problems which ha- and this um this uh this record had a bunch of like rarities and B-sides and stuff on it. Um, that might be the best name of an album of all time. Dog Problems? Dog Problems. Um, well, I went to the shore. Uh, I went to the, my, uh, the Gulf Shore, uh, which uh, is a, it, was, it was really good. Um, is a mixture of... I've been to like the West Coast beaches. I've been to like tropical beaches like Hawaii and other places. This is like the first Gulf like stateside kind of Mm -hmm. beach I've beaches and they're, they're a little different. It's like, uh, the sand is really awesome. Uh, and, uh, but, but it's like, uh, it's like if you mixed, um, like Palm Springs with the ocean, Mm. it's, I don't know how to explain it. Um, a lot less warm water, cool water. Uh, it's like cool ish. 
um, coolish, uh, really pretty water. Um, we took our dog there, uh, and he had a great time. It was, uh, Louie's first day out, like baby's day out. And he was just like dogs on vacation. People were just like pet all over him. People were loving on him. Uh, he was just, oh, he was eating that stuff up. Um, oh, I bet. Uh, but yeah, uh, the, uh, we did go on a boardwalk there. It had uh, amazing food, grilled cheese. Was it like a like a fancy ass gourmet grilled cheese, or just your basic run of the mill? No, it was like a like a food truck style, like gourmet. Um, oh, nice! Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I bought uh, I made a bomb grilled cheese the other day um, with some maple. Wait, wait, Bobby's corn, Bobby's food corner. Bobby's food oh, corner. Bobby's food corner. No yeah. update on the waffle taco yet, but yeah. I will. I will have updates soon. Uh, but I did make a bomb grilled cheese with some maple milk bread that. Oh, Janelle and I made. It's like maple, like maple, maple. Yeah, it's maple syrup and milk bread. Have you ever seen? Um, it's like a Korean style <gasps> bread where it's like got this really ridiculously big, like rounded top. Yes. Uh, it is a dead simple recipe. Uh, New York Times food, MIT cooking. Um, put the link in the show notes mm-hmm. for the recipe. But that made some bomb grilled cheese because there was a lot of sugar in it. It's not sweet. It is sweeter, but it's not really, it's not like a dessert, but there was so much yeah. sugar. Like the, the bread just browned perfectly for the grilled cheese. That was good. What kind of cheese? It's a mix of Gouda and mozzarella. The white cheeses. Mm-hmm. All right. Are you like a, put a tomato or bacon or ham in there? Or are you just like straight cheese? I'm not a purist. Um, but what I, what I do do is I don't, I, I, my method now is butter on the bread on the outsides, butter that but bread. then in the pan, I don't do butter. I do oil. So olive oil. So you get both flavors. And then also All right. like oil has a higher smoke point. Oh, like butter will burn eventually. So I do oil in the pan now instead. So you get both butter, too much butter on the grilled cheese can go sideways. Yeah. Um, I just yeah. feel like sometimes it burns, you get that burny flavor I mean, into whatever, like you, with both, you kind of get like nice browning, good flavor. I, I mean, I love butter. I'll just like butter is my favorite food. So, <laughs> you know, with grilled cheese, you always think that you have to do it one way, right? You have to have, you know, the, the buns mm-hmm. and the, um, and the, and the, the butter on the outside, right? And the cheese, but that's a popular misconception. Hey, a popular misconception, you say? Yeah, and as luck would have it, that's exactly our topic for today's episode. Not grilled cheese, but... There's no misconceptions here as we talk about the second best misconception. Popular misconception. Popular misconception. Uh, Sam, what does that mean? <laughs> there are a lot of things that we take for granted only because... We were told them by our parents and teachers, and they were told that by their parents and teachers. We never had a reason to, to question it, either because it didn't really affect our lives, or it was not a big deal to just adhere to or just take it at face value. Um, yeah, so today we're going to put on our, uh, our we're going to pull out your magnifying glasses, uh, because we're going to s- dig into these and ask why. Yes, Exactly. The two component, the two like ingredients to a biggest to a popular misconception is that it's persistent, and that we used to agree that this was true, and now we totally know it's not true. Like we're in agreement about that. So, like the second part of that, the 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 fulcrum, like the middle part of that, is realizing that we're that it's not true. 
Round one theme is most persistent. Uh, so this is uh, it just won't die. Um, as as many times it, you can correct the record till you're blue in the face. Uh, it just this this misconception will live on. Yep. It's just it's too good. It's too persistent. It's gone viral. Yeah. Or I like to call it the zombie. Uh, the zombie misconception. You just it just won't die. Why won't you yeah. die? Most. Uh, yeah. Most invasive even perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> So let's adjust that self-deception about these popular misconceptions with our first round, starting with eating sugar makes you hyper versus the Great Wall of China can be seen from space. (laughs) All right, I'll give you a quick rundown of both of these. So uh, So the myth that sugar makes you hyper has been around since the 70s. Um, it originally came from a single study in the mid-1970s um, where a doctor removed the sugar from one child's diet and that child's behavior improved. Um, since then, there's been over a dozen larger studies that have been conducted that have proved that sugar has absolutely no correlation with hyperactivity. Um, and actually, interestingly enough, they found that uh, the parents are more likely to say that their kids are overly active when they think they've consumed sugar and not when they've actually consumed sugar. Um, and the reality is that for most, um, for the average American, just everything has sugar in it anyways. Um, right. and so yeah, air, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, and so, and so just, just to clarify, um, not that like sugar doesn't give you a, a sugar high and then a crash, right. It gives you energy, but we're not, what we're saying is it doesn't lead to that prolonged, like personality right. changed or, or cognitive like hyperactivity. Yes. What we're saying is that when you're at a birthday party, when you're at a child's birthday party and everybody's hyperactive, it's not because there's a cake there. It's because you're at a child's birthday party. Yep. Causation versus correlation. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, so tell me, you guys, uh, did you guys eat a lot of sugar when you were a kid? You know, no. And and neither like to this day. I'm I'm not like a big. Bobby, you don't strike me as a big sugar guy either. Never really been into super sugar. I used to like drink a lot of soda. That was pretty mm. bad when I was a kid, like a teenager. Um, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and like some late night PlayStation binges. Um, you know, hitting the hitting the Mountain Dew Code Red pretty hard. Um, but outside <laughs> of that, not really. Like I never go nuts for like cookies or like treats and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, this 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 feels like it's just been very it's very persistent. It's just it's it's one it's um, do you do you think you hear it all the time? It's it you know don't do load up on sugar. sugar bed, that kind of likes this, or do you think they want to fight this? I think they like it. I think it it kind of works for them. Uh, this misconception. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that you have seen it um, like more honed to be more contextual. So like Gatorade's okay because it's sports. Like have it before sports. You need electrolytes. You need like it's not always necessarily a bad thing, but I think it's more targeted mm-hmm. now. Um, and I think uh, I j- I also think there's just I think they like it. Like I think it's like you need a boost. You need energy. You need this. Like at these times, like oh you know um, yeah. This episode brought to you by sugar. <laughs> the good folks uh, at sugar. The good folks at sugar. No, um, so. What is your experience with with children and sugar highs? 
Uh, I think it's just, it's just, it's just, uh, I don't think it's anything. I think it's just when kids have food from what I've observed, even myself as a kid, like my sister and I always get nuts after like dinner or whatever. Cause like, <laughs> it's just glucose, right? You spike mm-hmm. your glucose. Like, um, I don't think it, that's like, I don't think it's just sugar, the sugar intake period. I think it's just like, yeah, but you don't hear part of that. I agree. No, no, no. I, the, process. The, like scientifically, yeah. you're absolutely right. But the, just that like, um common kind of bullshit right and and, because you never hear like oh bobby had his cottage cheese there he goes again right well right that's a that's what i was just about to say yeah you you never hear about it with adults you never see like oh yeah exactly what you just said bobby had a chocolate chip cookie and now he's like (laughs) ramming his head against the wall right Mm -hmm. like it's it's always with kids and it's always because um kids fucking love sweets so like yeah they're going to be excited around cake and ice cream um because cake and ice cream is awesome and like they're kids so they've got endless amounts of of energy so like yeah of course they're gonna be excited about it of course they're they're gonna be like energetic about it um they probably have just about just as much energy after eating spaghetti as they do after eating like cake and ice cream but they're not as excited about it and that's the difference oh you never seen a kid down some spaghetti and meatballs sauce all over the face um all right so so anyways yeah so sugar um it does not make you hyper is what we're trying to say. Um, it's just a correlation. Things that have sugar in them. Uh, sugar does not. It It is. It's just the same as a spaghetti dinner, right? It's just a matter of how excited you are to eat this thing. And usually things that pack a lot of sugar are more exciting, like cake or ice cream. Um, more sweet, I guess. Not sugar, but just more mm-hmm. sweet, right? When our D&D group plays D&D, um, that is, at least over here, that is junk food night. Um, and so I go to seven 11 and I just load up, I load it up. I get, I get all the junk food, candy, soda. I'm like a 12 year old kid. Sam, I'm going to call, I'm, I'm going to call you out. You don't go seven 11, seven 11 comes to you. I like a good DoorDash. <laughs> <laughs> this episode brought to you by DoorDash. Get some of those, uh, you know, spicy, sweet, chili Doritos. And some recent pieces. God damn it. Oh, I'm chasing the dragon on that. Um, so uh, sugar is up against Bobby. It's up against the Great Wall of China can be seen from space. <laughs> so the Great Wall of China spans 4,500 miles around uh, China. It was. It's mostly bones. It's my. <laughs> it's. As rocks and bones. So this myth uh, comes from a single cartoon in 1932. Would you guys like to know uh, what, where the cartoon came from or what the cartoon was for? Yes, but before you answer, is it racist? For the first time in the history of history, this is not racist and not anti-Semitic. Hmm. Um, it's a single Ripley's Believe It or Not cartoon that claimed the wall is the mightiest work of man, the only one that is visible to the human eye from the moon. And that's it. Okay. Okay. Wait. <laughs> believe it or not, like, don't believe it. <laughs> yeah. Like, not. Yeah. Like, the second thing. Yeah. Like, do or the second thing. Like, don't believe not. it. Yeah. This is yeah. usually not the purpose of believe it or not. Interesting. Okay. Very interesting. I know. Okay. Like, that's their, that's their legal cover is like, well, you don't have to believe it. We say it's right there in the title, believe it or, or not. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So there was a single cartoon. It was from, <laughs> fucking ripley's believe it or not or that one's for you oh boy um hey. i claim the wall is the mightiest work of man 
Um, and uh, the only one visible to the human eye from the moon. Um, many astronauts have gone into space. Many astronauts have looked at the continent where China is, and they have looked at the landmass, and they have said, hey, I can't see shit. Um, um, at its widest, the the Great Wall of China is only about uh, 40 to 50 feet wide. Um, and like, um, you know, it's a couple stories tall. It's really not that actually like big as a physical thing. There are much bigger things. There are much bigger buildings and none of them are visible from space. Mm. Um, anyways, yeah, that's it. A single cartoon and it persists to this day. Why do you think that is? I don't know. It's hard to say because I, I never actually hear people making this claim, but I feel like this just comes up like, I don't know. I, this, this feels very per- pervasive. Like this feels like it wonders the world, that kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. It's hard to say like where I, like I've sort of like ingested this, but this feels like very still relevant today. Yeah. They don't say the same thing about like the great pyramids or anything um, or the grand Canyon. I mean, the great pyramids and the great wall have the word great in them. Super great. Yeah. No, I, uh, do you think there's a good wall or an okay wall? The okayest wall of China? Meh, wall. <laughs> uh, there's the Wailing Wall. I don't know if that's a okay wall or a, a great wall or a... I've seen better walls. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, that, so have either of you seen the Great Wall of China in person? No. Nope. Yeah, me neither. Okay, next up. Nope. <laughs> I've seen it in VR. Ooh. Um, I'd be afraid that I'd like uh, walk off it by accident or something. Just tumble, tumble down the side of the Great Wall, <laughs> like Mister Magoo style. Do you, do you usually like, like <laughs> typically have what it or like walking? In? No, like like you know, like do like one of those selfie things, and like you just kind of you know, the step, <laughs> and it's like oh, he fell off the Great Wall um, and survived, and impaled himself on yeah. a selfie stick. And so- <laughs> So I have not been there, but I have heard that the the Grand Canyon has a glass walkway that you can go over with like it extends out a certain amount of distance. And then you could just like walk over and like be it feels like you're suspended in air over the Grand Canyon. No, Ori, not doing that. I'm cool with it. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Hell yeah. I want to do it so bad. I think it would be so much fun. No, thank you. I would make like the super, like the the Superman. Like I would be like doing like the pick an apple and put it in your pocket. And I'd be like swimming in air. I'd be like, Dad, Dad, look at Dad, Dad, flying, Dad, Dad. I'd be doing the standing on the real ass ground. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I mean, I went to a hotel. I stayed at a hotel once in Atlanta that had one of those where it had like a rooftop club and you could step out in this one part of the balcony. Uh, like went over the side of the building and you could take pictures of like your feet looking mm-hmm. straight down. I got it somewhere, but even that I was like, Oh God, like instant vertigo. Hmm. Are you afraid of, so you're afraid of heights or just like, yeah, uh, I'm afraid of heights. It's, it's unnet. I, I don't, I think most people, well, okay. Uh, phobias, second best phobias. I also am not comfortable being very, very, high of off the ground like in a tall building or whatever i think it's natural actually i think most people i think it's something against our brain like our brains don't like that it's very much against our evolution yeah so i think it's one of the more common and like very very understandable fears to have Uh, yeah i like being in new york and being in some high high high-rise buildings 
um i, I was yeah. like oh this is this is not okay <laughs> like oh especially like one world trade center where like the world trade center where you can feel the building oh, yeah, 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 like yeah. kind of swaying back and forth <laughs> um i pray so for me like i welcome the warm embrace of the grim reaper so like that doesn't really bother me all that much like i'll, I'll kind of like <laughs> I, i'll look over uh empire state building all day long that's the thing like i will poke the bear like i'll feel uncomfortable but i'd like i'll poke that it's the call of the void what do they call that isn't that the thing yeah I think they call it the call of the void. The call of the void. The void. Call of nights. <laughs> the void nights. Oh God. <laughs> That's some like. <laughs> yeah. So, or you said you'll you'll poke the bear, like you'll get you'll. Yeah, I'd, I'd go over. Yeah, Great Wall of China. I'll I'll look over. So, guys, the Great Wall of China. Why, where do you think? I know this came out of the Ripley's, believe it or not, but. Why do we, th- what is so interesting about this? Why do people, is it just like, d- just people are. Yes, because we as people love like amazing feats of humanity and it's, uh, um, you know, fireworks and shit. Like, why do we like fireworks? Cause it's like, whoa, awesome. We did that. And like, same thing with like the pyramids or like carving shit into the sides of mountains and everything. It's just like, we, we as people love to see like amazing engineering feats. And especially when they were done thousands of years ago and are like, you know, at some level unexplainable or interesting or something. And so this like fits, that's like right in that sweet spot of like, can you believe that this ancient civilization made this wall and it's so big, it's visible from space. And there's just like it, when you peel back the onion, they had the tools, they had the means they used slave labor and it's not visible from space. (laughs) Yeah, it, it definitely, I'm with you. It definitely feels like that, like, you know, uh, our collective humanity, like humanity, just like patting itself on the back and being like, look what we did. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And which the ironic thing about all yes. this is that it's <laughs> like the phrase is you could see it from space. You're missing out on the fact that you're have you have to be a man in space <laughs> to see this incredible feat that's back <laughs> on the ground. Well, like um, you're miss you're kind of missing the point here. So that's the funny thing is that um, that or that was a cartoon from the 30s in which we have not yet landed on the moon. <laughs> so, mm. oh, you, my, yeah, you're right. That is funny. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So, we, you know, when they made this cartoon, they're like, who's going to check? <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> like, who would know? <laughs> so that's been around for a while. Uh, sugar making kids uh, hyperactive. It, it, it's sugar. Fuck it. It's got to be sugar. It's sugar. Yeah. yeah, 100%. Yeah. Sugar. Yep. Checks. The okay. The okay wall. All right. What's our next uh what's our next battle? Next up it is most persistent. If you don't turn your car off when you get gas, you will explode. <laughs> Versus hibernating means sleeping for 3 months for 1 1 quarter. So first of all, before we get into it, I love the way we wrote the first one is you will explode like as if just you, your person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, just you, your car may or may not catch on fire, but yeah. you personally will explode. There's just viscera in the, in the car. Yeah. It looks like Grand Theft Auto. It's just, you know, explosions and yeah. So this myth actually comes from a small morsel of truth. So 
Let's talk chemistry, guys. Should we talk chemistry? Chemistry corner, please. Chemistry corner, not actually chemistry corner. I failed chemistry uh, in high school. So um, gas itself is not flammable. You could, if you had, if you had just like a bucket of gasoline, you could put a lighter directly into the bucket and nothing would happen. Just the flame would go out. What is flammable is the fumes, all of the fumes that are coming out from the gas. And so when you are pumping gas, there's the possibility of there being a lot of fumes there. And then what could light what what could actually light those fumes on fire is a spark that comes from static electricity and when you start your car there is a pot like that is that's where that static electricity could come from so there's a small morsel of truth to this however it's basically never happened Mm. like i looked into this like it's basically never happened people have caught on fire uh, at gas stations mostly because they're smoking a cigarette while they're pumping gas maybe don't do that yeah 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 but like it's it, there's there's as far as i can tell there's never been a situation where you start pumping gas and it's a cold day so you turn on your car and then you know explosion um it just it just has never happened so would you feel comfortable if let's say let me just let me just throw out a scenario here just a high a hypothetical scenario here oh here we go if if you let's say uh here we go driving around with your buddy uh, and you were in the passenger seat and uh, <laughs> and uh, you had to get gas. And so you stopped at the gas station. Let's just Are say you hypothetically, you're in a blue truck. Uh, um, it's a it's four cylinder truck. <laughs> it's, a, it's a truck in shape only. <laughs> yeah, it's it's got a bed. Um, and uh, you uh, get out of the car. You uh, pump some gas into it. You come back into the car and you realize that, uh, let's say, you know, you realize that, or not you, but you're sitting there in the car, your buddy's doing it. You come back in and uh, you realize that the car has been on the entire time. How would, would you feel, com- would you feel like you just kind of mm-hmm. dodge some sort of bullet or would you feel completely like 100%? It's just fine with that. Let me ask you this. Did you survive? Because you said it never happened. Are you, al- are you alive? Did you survive? <laughs> oh, this is, this is a hypothetical. Oh, sure. I have to say, okay. this is a hypothetical. Okay. So hypothetically, yeah. you um, survived. So, um, hypothetically, I survived um, your attempted uh, attempted murder. <laughs> attempted murder. Yeah. No, but 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 given that this has never happened, do you feel like uh, any one of us would still be cool with that? Mm-hmm. This is where superstition comes in, and I- I'm always going to turn the car off. I guess right. Like uh, it's 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 one of those like, well, it doesn't. Sure, I'll I'll, uh, I'll forward this to ten people. What's the harm, right? Like, of course, I'm going to turn my car off. Like, what's the what's the harm there? And it's just it's it's superstition. It's it's what happens when, um, yeah. I mean, also too, like, there's some common sense to like you're just your car's idling there. Why waste the gas to keep it on while you're also filling it up? Right. You know, um, but but more more like yeah. If you realize that you had just done this without thinking, like, let's say you didn't turn it off because you forgot. Would you have a moment of, oh, crap, I shouldn't have done that because it's potentially dangerous? I would because, I mean, somewhere, you know, in the multiverse, there was a Bobby who did explode. <laughs> but at the point that you realize that you've already put the, the, the you've already um, screwed the cap back on, you've already gotten your receipt, uh, you're getting back in, you know. <laughs> <laughs> what do you realize halfway through? What do you do? Do you stop or keep going? See, now that's a good question. That is a good question. I think at that point I would keep going because you don't want to change anything. You got you don't want to stop your groove. 
No, I'm just saying like, why would you introduce like a change agent once you like, once you've realized that you've done a bad thing, but like you're not on fire, like why would you like introduce change? Yeah. Let's not complicate this process even. Yes, exactly. Yes. Yes. That's sound logic, Sam. I'm shaking my head. No, you know what I would do at at the very least? I would apologize to to the friend, you know, I would at the very least apologize to the friend Mm. that I just, uh, you know, attempted murder on. Hypothetically, you survived, right? Hypothetically, I survived. Yeah, yeah. Somewhere in the multiverse, he blew you to smithereens. <laughs> yeah, you blew me. <laughs> yes, a MacGyver style yes. like triple ex- triple explosion. But my my point of asking the question is, yes, it's never happened. <laughs> it's a popular misconception. Mm, but it's it's toeing the line, right? It's it's right on that. It's a, it's it's straddling that that fine line between being like possible and being kind of scary when you go through it even though you know it's it's never happened before so i'll i'll give it a little bit of, of legit legit like, like a little bit of legitimacy i think there's the well, I, I think i don't know it's like uh i don't know i'll call it like the i don't know the dipshit ratio i think you have to make something like <laughs> sound a little bit more extreme so most people won't do mm. something because if you just say it's like not that big of a deal people will definitely do it like right like only the dipshits wouldn't right Right. <laughs> like, so you have to make something sound more like uh, perilous. Uh, so, right. dipshits won't do okay. it. Yeah. The things that are more likely to actually cause that static electricity or to cause a spark are A, a lighter from lighting your cigarette, uh, B, accidentally driving off with the pump still in your car like a dumbass and it like rips the, the hose out of the pump, you know? Have either of you done any of those things? Be honest. No. No dipshits here. Nope. No, no, I've been no I'm a here. supreme dipshit just in other ways. Not in, not in, not in those particular ways. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever accidentally put diesel in your car in an unleaded car? Hard no. No. Have you? Mm-mm. It's always the cheap shit, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So um, now we that we've established that. Um, Attempted murder was would have been more like um, <laughs> involuntary manslaughter. Oh lord! Um, yeah, involuntary yeah, involuntary manslaughter. manslaughter sure. um, yeah. What, what's it up against? It is up against hibernating. Means sleeping for three months. Like you go to sleep in January. Like you wake up end of March. Ah, sounds so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds great. So when you, when when you were a kid, like that was there were entire cartoons, there were entire like that was a whole thing. It was like a bear eats a whole bunch of fish. It gets like nice and fat, and then it goes in a cave and it goes night night. Right, yeah. like that was the whole like th- this was this is everywhere. It's like nature's version of sci fi, like stasis pods. You know, like you just right. you're <laughs> you freeze at a time and then you like, reemerge <laughs> from your cocoon. Exactly. You hear Vivaldi's spring in the background and like the bear kind of like wakes up and like stretches and it's like, oh, let's see, like what, uh, what did I miss? The Red Sox lost? (laughs) (laughs) Son of a bitch. So the truth, the truth is that hibernation is actually not sleeping. It is a form of torpor, which you guys both know what torpor means, obviously. It's like tossing and turning. It's what submarines have. Arm torpors. <laughs> Fire the torpors. Periscope down. Arm the torpors. Uh, so what actually happens is everything in the body just kind of like slows down and gets colder. And um, so like the, the 
body, the, the, um, the animal's body, like the metabolic rate slows down to as low, like slows as, as slows to as low as 2% of normal levels. So like, instead of burning a whole bunch of calories every day, you're just like really just sitting there as like a lump of, of flesh and bone and muscle. I've mastered this year round. Yeah, I can, rela- I can relate. I can relate. Oh boy. Let me tell you Sunday afternoons. That's what I'm, I'm, I'm full on torpor. Uh, the body temperatures drop by as much as um, three degrees. Um, and uh, let's see, the breathing rate slows. Reptiles like turtles will stop breathing altogether. Turtles actually do a really interesting thing where they will, even though they obviously need to breathe, they will uh, dig themselves in the bottom of a lake, in the mud, underneath ice, and they'll just stop breathing for a couple of months and they'll just wait it out. That's how they keep themselves safe from predators is they're just like literally underground. Hmm. Um, and then when spring comes by, they kind of like shake it off and swim up to the top with their little fins. How do you keep that skin so shiny? Oh, it's because I'm buried in mud three months out of the year. I wake up, look at their phone. They have so many notifications. They're just like, eh. They're like, oh, Mark all is red. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and yeah, so, and, you know, brainwave activity is uh, like, th- there's no brain activity, basically. Um, they don't always, they're not always like standing still. Sometimes they will like have moments of like active, uh, moments of activity, especially if they, uh, if their body needs to like get them up to like eat or get some sun or breathe or anything. <laughs> um, their body will like just automatically like get them into a more active state, they have like a dead arm or something. They're like, oh, I can't. I gotta. I gotta just move this. Get my circulation going. Yeah, they're like, oh, I need to. I need to move. Move around. Uh, Charlie horse. Charlie horse. Um, <laughs> and finally, I'm going to read you a list of animals that hibernate: bears, squirrels, lemurs, chipmunks, mice, groundhogs, lizards, snakes, and bats. Shout out to lemurs. Shout out to lemurs. I uh, wow, I didn't know that. And like you guys, I have mastered the art of torpor. Uh, it's, <laughs> I think Sting does that too. <laughs> That's fascinating. I, I, uh, I wish humans had some kind of equivalent. I think we, we have definitely um, some like inclinations towards that, like um, in other ways, not hibernating, but like, um, unlike the physical sense, but I think we do a lot of like psychological hibernating like during those times. Like, Let me ask you guys a question about hibernating bears. As you grew up and learned that hibernating is not what you thought it was when you were a kid, were you disappointed? Were you like, oh, they're, mm-hmm. I thought they, they were like asleep in their little like cubby snow hole for three months and that's adorable? Or were you like, well, that makes sense? I mean, a little bit. Like, I feel like, I was sold a bill, a bill of goods. Like I, you know, I, like I look at my dog and my dog like is, is uh, adorable when she sleeps. And like, I feel like that's what a bear would be like, Yeah, you know, hands over the head, and just kind of being all adorable and everything. I remember thinking the, um, of just how kind of tough that has to be from a survival standpoint after seeing animals like emerge from hibernation and seeing like how thin they are, because oh, then yeah. it's about like before it starts, it's bulking up, hunting a lot, trying to get as many calories to put on you. And then afterwards it's like, 
it's not oh like oh hey yawn stretch here we go like sun's out it's like no like i now need to replenish all some of these like so i feel like there's desperation on both ends of it um which i think is kind of rough kind of recontextualize that a little bit um but uh mm-hmm. yeah and then i always whenever i think about this i always think about uh fozzy bear and muppets take manhattan where he goes with all like the bears his like bear friends and they're all like hibernating but it's just a bunch of bears laying down together like and i was like <laughs> seems pretty good like big group snuggle like saying that sounds all right that seems pretty good and he just he doesn't belong there you know but <laughs> yeah would you if I if I double dared you, would you go and poke a bear while it was hibernating? No, no, Ori. No, that's a hard no. No. What do you think I am? Have have a death wish? Oh, okay. All right. So let's see. So we're pumping gas with the car on, and uh, we got bears hibernating. Which one of these is the most persistent? I'd, I I want to say it's the gas one because I don't think people think that much about like hibernation. Oh, I thought you were going to say most people don't really think about it. They just turn their car off like goddamn normal human beings. <laughs> yeah. So I just think that that's just most persistent. Um, so I'm going to go against your grain <clears throat> against the Bobby grain here and go with the hibernation. Ooh. My thought behind that is that everyone is exposed to this hibernation misconception from when they were kids and right. Um, it's very pervasive where uh, if you don't drive, not everybody drives, you may not really think about the gas thing as much. So I, I just feel like it, that's more. I feel like the, the bear thing is more hibernation. Or he's, or he's vote hibernation. Yeah, sorry, Bobby. I'm going, with, uh, I'm going with hibernation on this one too. I just think it's, it's one of the, it's, it's something that is just constantly being reinforced Every day there's a every day there's a child born that they'll be told that uh, bears are are asleep when they when they hibernate. Um, and let's be honest, if uh, you encountered a kid and they said, "Hey, look, it's a bear. It's hibernating," um, that means it's sleeping. And you said, "Actually, it's a form of torpor." They would say, "What the hell are you talking about?" Well, that means that gas pump explosions gets put to sleep by hibernation. Takes it permanent hibernation. <laughs> <laughs> Gas pump explodes. Persistent torpor. Persistent torpor. <laughs> That's the name of my next band. I know. I know. I got to tell you, you guys would be amazed at the amount of security camera footage there are of people driving off from a gas pump with the pump still in their car. Oh, that does not surprise me at all. It, 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 it's happening all day, every day. I'm shocked. I've never done it. <laughs> no, can I tell you something? Because, like, I feel like when I get back in the car, I look back like three times. I'm like, did I close the cap? Did I close the yeah. cap? Like, I'm with you. Next up, most persistent microwaves cause cancer. Everybody's favorite topic <laughs> versus different parts of your tongue detect tastes differently. Uh, let's start. We'll start with microwaves since we're we're a top to bottom. Uh, yeah. All right. I'll keep this very very light and very high level. Microwaves obviously like microwaves work by radiation, and for some people, the term radiation carries like a bad reputation because it's radiation <laughs> as it um, should and <laughs> as it should. Yes, exactly. Um, uh, radiation it really just means like 
something that comes from heat. Um, so like heat radiates, like that's a term, right? Like our body, our bodies emit very low level radiation because we're radiating heat. Um, the sun, the sun, sun, exactly, exactly. So the forms of radiation that are typically linked to cancers, those are from high enough energies or high enough frequencies to remove, to ionize, which means to remove the electrons from atoms or molecules that are like a lot of radiation. Like these are like x-rays gamma rays ultraviolet radiation like this is like medical weapons grade radiation the type of radiation that comes from microwaves like micro- microwaves ovens are very very low energy and it is just enough radiation to make the yeah <laughs> little little tiny My, it's micro it's, it's, it's micro. microwave yeah exactly <laughs> it's just enough radiation to cause the water molecules that's what of whatever's in the in the microwave to cause the water molecules to vibrate just a little bit to cause some heat to to heat the thing up it's very 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 little so like you shouldn't take a nap in a microwave like a life life size (laughs) a walk-in microwave but microwaves themselves are such low amounts of radiation that it's really just just vibrating those little water molecules isn't that how Bruce Banner got his powers? Like he fell and he's making a burrito. He fell into a microwave and then there, boom, here we go. We got the Hulk. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget. It was the green burrito. Oh. That he was <laughs> eating. Oh, hey. I like the red burrito arc. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I do not get close to the microwave for this. Oh, you reason. don't. Yeah. Superstition, right? It's, yep. it's, it's strong. It's real strong. And I, I actually I give my wife shit about this all the time because she'll just like be staring at the thing like right up close to the like right yeah. up close to like the door and be like observing it. And I'm like, get why are you that close to the microwave? Like you don't need to be that close. I'm with her, man. I got one hand on my hip. I got one hand on the handle itself. Like I'm ready. I'm just kind of like watching it. I can't wait to eat. Yeah, this. I'm like this cup of coffee that I'm warming up for the third time. I really gotta drink this. Like I'm I'm just ready. And uh I'll tell you what I don't do. I always stop the microwave before I open up the thing. I know a lot of people, they're comfortable with just like opening up the microwave, which like automatically automatically stops the microwave. I feel like a little bit like you just got to stop it before you open up. Yeah, because you, you know, but you can't, you can't go back, you know, once you've crossed that line, you've microwaved too much. Do you think like if you do, you, do you feel like if you open it without doing that, it'll let out some of the some of the like radiation or some of the yeah yeah, yeah. just just <laughs> just just, yeah. just just kind of wave your hand around in front of it, just kind of blow it away with your with your hand, it'll be fine. Fan it away, fan it away, yeah, yeah, <sighs> fan it away. Yes, that's how radiation works. So Bobby is over cautious. I'm under cautious. Ori, how do you uh, where do you land? I yeah, I'm under cautious. I don't um. I don't care. Um, and even if like it does, mm. even if it does do something to me, I also don't care. <laughs> so it's not that I don't think that it's harmless. I just, I like to dance with the devil. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny. I, I thought I was the, I, I thought I was the only person who like, like give people shit about that. And then we we're at Thanksgiving and uh, her brother did the same thing and told her like, what the fuck are you doing? Like get away from the microwave. You're like your niece. You're going to get like, <laughs> eyeball cancer like whatever like get the fuck out and then like i didn't expect that from him and i felt a little vindicated because he's like mr pilot like johnny science i like the idea of like you like you someone in the house like starts like you start the microwave and everybody in the house just like fucking scatters <laughs> like, get away. like 
I also like to take a pot lid and put it over my genitals just in case. (laughs) (laughs) You've got like a welding mask and like, yeah. I I, actually, you're just giving me an idea. I wish there was like a overhead camera on the inside that gave me a higher res video of my food on my phone. So when I run to the other room, when I use the microwave, I can remotely Mm -hmm. (laughs) view my food. Do you like, do you like hit the button and run away as fast as you can? Like beep. (laughs) No, I just don't, I just don't hang out there. You know what I mean? I just don't like, if I got three minutes, I'm going to go make a cup of tea and just not be like, open my eyes. (laughs) 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 Or like, you know, when you're, you know, when you're getting like an x-ray done and they like the people, like you're just sitting there and the people go behind the like lead wall. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so they've got the wall, and that's what Bobby Bobby's got like the lead blanket on, right? Like he's got like the poncho on that's like made of lead. Yeah. Well, think about it when you do interact with somebody. Yeah, like you go. That's that is. You're right. That is probably the like only other place where you will commonly yeah. like come into co- like with radiation and people who are very concerned about it because it is very dangerous over time. Like, I think there's that. So you, you see things like the dentist where it's like, okay, you chill here. I'm going to go in the other room. Like, um, <laughs> you kind of have that. Yeah. We all have that moment where you're like, Oh, oh God, I know what. The, uh. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, it's probably fine. You're probably fine. Yeah, that's fine. Hey, yeah, here's a lead poncho to like protect your lungs and kidneys, but like your face, we just need that exposed. Yeah, your face is fine. Speaking of cheeks. Speaking of cheeks, <laughs> uh, the walls that hold up the house for your tongue. Microwaves cause cancer is up against the different parts of your tongue detect different tastes. Load bearing cheeks. <laughs> so cheeks. What are, can you guys name all the different like tastes? I'm looking at them right here. So are oh, you son of a bitch or can you name them all? Uh, all the tastes mm-hmm. like salty, mm-hmm. sweet. Is that what you mean? Yep. Salty, sweet, mm-hmm. sour. Um, mm-hmm. But there's one more. Nope. Well, maybe. Well, there's a secret. There's a secret. There's a, if, if you're a, if you're a foodie ass hipster, there's a secret fifth one. Is it umami? It is. um so okay so uh this originally came from a psychologist with the basically the best name ever which is edwin boring yeah uh this was in uh 1917 um quick aside about edwin boring um he has a paper called boring and boring um where edwin boring and his wife (laughs) mrs boring they did a study where they woke people up at random intervals during the night to see if they could guess what time it was. <laughs> I'd be good at that. I would be really good at that. Oh man. Yeah. I'd be fucking good. Yeah. 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 For sure. Okay. You and the rest of America, because most of the people could get it, get the answer right within 15 minutes. Oh, wow. I, I'm, I am that close. I'm usually like within 15 minutes of time. Like I have no internal compass. That's broken. Yep. It's shattered. Yeah. But my internal clock mm. is timed. And I got to tell you, Bobby, you, you're not like a late person. You're not like a person who's constantly late or anything. No, I'm punctual shit. 
So Edwin Boring, uh, after he did the sleep test, he wrote a book about perception and the senses. And that's where that famous diagram of the of the tongue uh, shows up. There's no evidence to show where he actually got that from. It, it seems like this was just like a, a thing that was like that he came up with like whole cloth. And there's a diagram and it's split in four. Right. And you, and you see like the little like uh, um, quadrants, sweet, salty and bitter. Yeah, the quadrants. Yeah, with all the different tastes and everything um and that's where like that diagram comes from and like they and school school books like science books had this for what 80 years wow. like, 90 years or so and um today we just know that there's actually a bunch of different taste buds they're all over your mouth there's even like some like on the roof of your mouth they're on the they're on your cheeks they're they're everywhere um and um they actually detect like a lot more than just those those different um of course like those four mm-hmm. tastes yeah exactly like it's a very like complicated complex complicated thing that goes back like to when we were cavemen and like we were looking for like fat and things that satiate and like that all the taste buds start like that whole metabolism process in your body and everything um yeah. so yeah it's very complicated and it's certainly not divided into <laughs> four quadrants i have seen people also suggest like the s- sixth possible flavor is fat I believe it. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I think, I think a lot of it too is like, sometimes it feels like this stuff is like beyond description. And so these are sort of the closest things that we can kind of describe. Right. But I feel like there's mm-hmm. like, just like music, subgenres, <laughs> just like branching off of subgenres <laughs> of sensations. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah for sure. But I, I, I have a, I have an idea. Uh, I'd like the audience to submit to our email address uh, the first, second best art project. I would like you all to download uh, or to download and uh, put your own tastes and sensations on this tongue diagram. Oh, yeah. Uh, and the best one wins a prize. And you can, Sam, what's our email address? Hello at the second best show.com. Give us your best take on the tongue diagram. I like it. Yeah. So most persistent, I know where I'm going with this, but I want to know how you guys are, are feeling. Microwaves cause cancer or tongue uh, tongue diagrams. I think it's the microwave thing because I don't think people think that much about the tongue or tastes. They just put food in the food hole. Yep. <laughs> um, I, I go with microwave. Microwave is the more, more pervasive. Giddy up, baby. It's microwaves cause cancer. We're all riding those microwaves to round two. Get fucked, tongue. A <laughs> uh, quick, uh, quick quiz. How many taste buds do you think you have in your mouth? A million, Bobby. Few like a uh, few hundred thousand. Eight thousand. Oh, not as impressive as a million or a few hundred mm. thousand. One dollar. A million I'm taste buds. How big do you think a taste bud is? I thought I could taste. I, I feel like I taste more than than eight thousand. My number. My my number. Are you a super taster? My number of taste. I might be. Mm. I like. I like. Well. Sure, why not? I'm a super taster. Let's do okay. that. Let's do that. Yeah, yes. I'm a t- I, yes, I'm a super taster. Super taster. Here's my card. Oriaviv super taster. That's what people say. People say, "Hey, tell me about Ori." And I say, "He's a super taster." That's what I always say about you. Yep. Taste That's why they call me Tasty Ori. There you go. There's your nickname, bud. Ooh, Tasty, Tasty Ori. Ori. Next up, what do we got? We have Vikings versus <laughs> missing persons. 
<laughs> First one is Vikings had horns on their helmets versus you have to wait 24 hours to file a missing persons report. We're verging into true crime territory, gang. This is I know. I don't want to fuck with this the is, true crime mafia, okay? We're gonna we're gonna keep this real light. <laughs> As much as possible. So Vikings. (laughs) Um, This is an audio format, so I don't really know how to. When you picture a Viking, you picture them with like big like fur pelts, lots of armor and a helmet that has two horns coming out the sides. And that is actually completely false. They never had those. Uh, There were some there were some civilizations that had helmets with horns. They were like. 2000 years earlier in a completely different region of the world um, where this comes from and why it's so pervasive where this originally came from was um, Wagner's classic Norse saga, the ring cycle. Are you guys familiar with the ring cycle? The ring. I mean, I am, but I, I think the audience isn't. So why don't you go ahead and, Uh, you know, the most famous song from the ring cycle, which is ride of the Valkyries. Mm. Uh, so anyways, costume designer Carl Emil Doppler, he included horn helmets in his costume design uh, for the 1876 performance of the ring cycle. And it was so iconic that it just persisted to it just like lived on. It just like that's for every time that they did the ring cycle opera, they that they took on the same costume design as as before uh, because it was so iconic. And that's that's just it, it. It just perpetuated from there was the horns on the helmets, but hmm. they never had horns on their helmets. Yeah. What a legacy. Um, I'm the horns and the helmets guy. Uh, so that was it. Not a very like super interesting story, but um, it just that it was in a play and not much interest in Vikings before that. So everybody just kind of went with it. That's funny because I think um, this also is extremely pervasive because anything that is sort of like Nord, Nord, Nordic adjacent, like anything, yeah, like, yeah, uh, in Viking based media, offshoot or otherwise, like Skyrim, right? Very like influenced by like Nordic culture and themes and art and like whatever, like the whole like the iconic mm-hmm. shot of the, the main, like your main character of Skyrim is wearing that helmet. Yeah, sure is. Look at that. Yeah. Yeah, like it, it to the point where it's like if you saw a rendering of a mm-hmm. Viking like cartoon or or whatever and they were in their full garb but they didn't have and well, like let's say you didn't have context mm-hmm. of what you were looking at, but they didn't have the horns, right? They were but everything else was on point. Would you know that they were Vikings for for sure? Do they have Norse tattoos? Like braided facial hair? Sure. Then maybe then, then yes, yeah, okay, all right. Is it, you're like, is it Viking or is it one of the Flintstones characters who's in their like, like secret society where they have like their yes, thank uh, you, yeah, thank you. They also yeah. were, yeah. That. Uh, you know, just like a other kind of, I think like any, there's some to be said. It's funny, like uh, we we all have like our um, sort of uh, kind of, I don't want to use the word caricature, but in our heads about what certain time periods looked like and they're probably all wrong oh yeah Mm -hmm. next up most persistent popular misconception 
we got the Vikings and their horny helmets versus you have to wait 24 hours to file a missing person's report. Do, Sam, do we blame cop shows for this? Uh, so uh, just like just like the gas myth, uh, this does have a small morsel of truth to it. And the t- morsel of truth comes from cops in the 70s uh, because um, laws and rules are different everywhere and each different, you know, county sheriff and each different law enforcement group everywhere in the country handles things differently. Um, But for a while, there were a lot of police stations that would basically say like an adult has a right to be missing. And Mm. if it's an adult, then um, we're like most adults show up within 24 hours and it's mostly like um, paranoid spouses or like, you know, Freddy cat spouses or whatever um, in their words that would, um, that would, try and file these missing persons report. And in reality, it's just their husbands are off doinking somebody else. Um, and they would show up within a couple of hours. Um, <laughs> That's a clinical term. <laughs> where this has never applied is children and like vulnerable people. So like if a parent comes to a police station, especially like it, no matter when or where, if a parent goes to a police station and says my child is missing, they're going to start looking immediately. And in fact, that like first like 12 to 48 hours is the most important um, like window of time to actually find somebody that's gone missing. Um, but yeah, if it's an adult, they're going to say, Hey buddy, back off um, or like, you know, cool your jets and just wait for it. Um, well, I'm, I'm on, uh, I'm of two. I'm of two minds on this one because I feel like that makes sense. And in the context of adults, right? Um, mm-hmm. People make all sorts of choices, bad or otherwise. But I feel like. So the point, though, I'm going to interrupt you just yeah, for a second for because I'm totally with you. But the point of this myth is like, it's not like there is a federal law that says like, oh, man, I really wish I could help right. you find your kid, but I have to wait 24 hours. Yeah. You know, like there's no, there is not like a, a hard and fast rule. I, I see it more as like, um, there's a queue of priority, right? Um, or hierarchy mm-hmm. of <laughs> urgent matters. And that seems low based on what police have to deal with most of the time. Mm-hmm. If most of the time, most people are back within, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, the way that I read the situation is that it's kind of, um, it's a cynical cops. Like this comes from like the root of this is cynical cops who just think like, okay, they'll, they'll, they'll show back up. And so that took root because if that wasn't a problem, then we just never would have had this. I'm sure there's a ton of things that cops do that we just never hear about because it probably does make sense. Like you're saying in context and everything, but because like this was a thing that, that caused damage and became this bigger thing. It just like grew and grew until it became like, well, don't bother talking to the cops because they're not going to do anything for a day. Interesting. I would like to also blame. uh, I would like an official finger, an official umbrage card to uh, like, cop shows for this well right exactly it's the same people is the same reason why like the first thing people do in a haunted house like their cell phones break or they run out of battery or something because it's like you have to remove that in a story like to make compelling storytelling you have to like remove the lifeline so like yeah the cops aren't going to help you so like that's not something you can like you don't have a cell phone you don't have a cop right or like you don't have 
the police. You got to have the old, yeah, the old guy who's like, oh, I bet it turns up in a morning drunk as a skunk. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, you guys, I've got a mashup of ideas. So check this out. A, a crime procedural. It's a hit. It's on CBS. It's greenlit. Yeah. But it takes, it, it take, yeah, but it takes place during Viking times. <laughs> and they all have horns. You're saying Viking cops. In their, on their helmets. Viking cops. I'm saying Viking cops. CSI. CSI Vikings. Yeah. Uh, you know, CSI Valhalla. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so a quick thing. Earlier, I Googled, um, I was doing real-time research, and I Googled Viking stuff, and then I... Did you just search Viking stuff? Yeah, Viking stuff. No, no, no. I I searched um, something dumber than that. It was Viking cartoons, but it was like, somebody asked the question, did uh, Vikings use guns? And I kind of want to see that. I kind of want to see that show. Maybe it was part of our procedural. Okay, they didn't, right? No, they, they didn't. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and they're like, "Stop, or I will shoot!" And they just draw a bow. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Let's give him a Viking funeral. You mean a funeral? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what I meant. Let's give him an us funeral. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I want to. I want to see this show. I want to see this show. It's just Viking cops. Yep. Oh, guys, let's not forget Viking Cops, please. Yeah. Oh, uh. yeah. Viking Cops. Okay, moving on. So. All right. So most persistent. Uh, I mean, we're already talking about Viking Cops. I feel like the Vi- I mean, I don't want to put the uh, the Viking cart before the Viking horse. The sword before the villager. No. I feel like uh, for me personally, I feel like it's got to be the Vikings uh, having uh, the horns on their helmets. Because this is still, like you said, Skyrim, uh, the Northmen, like all yeah, of this shit. Like fill in the blank Viking media. Yeah, it's like it's that stupid hat. <laughs> it's all still there. Yeah. What do you guys think? I'm with you. That's my that's my pick. Yeah, that's my pick, too. Uh, well, it's historically accurate because the Vikings take it. Hello, silver medalists. We're glad you made it and hope you're enjoying this episode of the second best show. While you're here, it would mean the world to us if you rate and review the show in the very app you're listening to us in. Do it now. And if you're craving second helpings of the second best show, head over to thesecondbestshow.com to find many more episodes and bonus content. Now back to the show. All right. Round two. We got a new theme for round two. What is it? Biggest duh. No doy. No doy. So this is the moment where you hear it and you hear somebody explain to you why it's a misconception and why it's false. And you kind of hate yourself on it. Like you kind of think to yourself. Yeah, of course. Okay. I should have known this. Yeah. No brainer. Yeah. No brainer. No shit. (laughs) If all. Yeah. No shit. If only Ripley's didn't lie to me. They said believe it or not. You had the option. It was a coin flip. That's true. You guys want to hear another uh, rapid fire uh, misconception? Speaking of coin flips. Yeah. If you 
flip a penny, it's actually not 50-50 heads or tails. It's uh, the heads side is slightly heavier than the tails side. So it's actually something like 45-55 or something like that. More weighted towards heads. Interesting. I'll bet it all on Lincoln. The great emancipation. Oh, God damn it. (laughs) We've got making their triumphant return. Eating sugar makes you hype. Versus hibernating means sleeping for a quarter of a year. <laughs> well, when you put it that way. Yeah, I was just gonna say I think you just made my I think you just made my decision for me. Sleeping for three months. Uh we have hyper versus sleepy. Yeah, hyper versus sleepy. Go. Um so uh I think we can all be uh forgiven for th- for not understanding chemical reactions of, of food in, in adolescence. Um, whereas when you really think about an animal sleeping for three months, it kind of sounds stupid. For me, the biggest dull moment is definitely hibernating. Yeah. The, yeah. The no does is hibernating. Do you, I mean, do we really, that's the thing because like the chemistry and science, you know, like things kind of, as we learn more science evolves, right? Mm-hmm. So milk, it's good for you. It's not good for you. Eggs, they're good for you. They're not good for you, et cetera, et cetera, right? A lot of things that we ingest, you know, the science is evolving. Um, uh, so I can understand people might be not sure. Um, and therefore, I think, of course, no, what's, what yeah. sleeps for straight for three months? Yeah, that's a no duh when you really think about it. And the, the, the sugar and hyperactivity, there, there was there was a study. It was, uh, w- with the benefit of hindsight, it was a single study and it was flawed, but it was there was a study. There was something behind it. Right, yeah. For me, the biggest like, duh, I think is also the hibernating thing because if you think about it, it doesn't really make much sense. Um, I think there is more legitimacy to the argument about sugar and how, like, how we digest things and the reaction of like right like spiking your blood sugar and glucose like from food and eating right like that's an easy sell like that's an easy pitch like yeah yeah it could it could be seen as less of a misconception where the hibernating seems to be more of a misconception because it's it's, it's cut and dry clearly not factual yeah, it's very yeah, cut yeah, and dry yeah. yeah even though i would love to sleep for three months that sounds oh which three months would you sleep uh Oh, easy. Um, it would be February, March, maybe January, February, March, or March, February, April. Yeah. Oh, see, I would do July, August, September. It's the hot months of California. Yeah. You're schwitzing, mm-hmm. and there's just you're just basically going like directly from like June, which is kind of pleasant, straight into Halloween season, baby. Yeah, I'd sleep through the summer. Wake up on my birthday, baby. Get ready for Ooh, fall, yes. bitch. Uh, you guys would miss all the like. I don't know, all the barbecues, all the um, watching your nephews and kids playing outside, um, picnics. If you hibernated for three, if you slept for three months and you woke up, would you try and like figure, like try and find out what you missed or would you just like mark all as red and just move on? I'd mark all, I'd be like that turtle and just mark all as red. Fuck it. Like I I wouldn't set an out of office. I'd just be like, whatever. (laughs) Just... I like to live dangerously. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's like the whole, like, if you were in a coma for like 10 years, did the Red Sox win? (laughs) The danger, though, is that you then, like, if you don't look anything up and you just, like, 
you're like, oh, I'm thirsty. I'm going to go to the store. And you go to the store and they're like, where's your laser visor? And you're like, shit, what did I miss? <laughs> you you just be, say, I love it, Sam. You're just worried of like sticking out. <laughs> like, oh shit. I'm, you know, I'm not wearing my laser visor. Like there's nothing like necessary about it, but you just don't want to be the guy who's not wearing the laser visor. Put me back under, put me back under. All right. So all our votes are in. Uh, I think we are taking a snooze. I'm going to slam that snooze button because it's hibernating, baby. Z's it. Hibernating takes it. Last week, I, I woke up like I slept in a weird position and I woke up and my like foot was hurting a little bit. And it was like kind of tingly just because I slept in a weird position. And I was like, Marcel, I have diabetes and they're going to cut my fo- foot off. And she's like, yes. Yes, clearly. Yeah, yes, that's exactly what's that's happening exactly. right now. Yep, yes. that's exactly it. Well, it, that's 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 one M. That's what well, WebMD right. away yeah. from yeah. foot mm-hmm. cancer. Although you can get full blown um, diabetes like with one hard day, <laughs> super diabetes. That's what happened. To, that's what happened to my buddy. Yeah, <laughs> you guys gave him diabetes, and I've heard of this from other people too. Yeah, Wait, his twenty first <laughs> birthday, he drank so much he got diabetes. Wait, I can't tell if we're if you're serious or not. <laughs> no, like literally, no, we took him out, and I mean, he had diabetes already, right? But the joke is, we gave him yeah. that he partied so hard he got <laughs> diabetes because Jennifer's twenty first birthday got him like super shitty, like, and then he spent the next like two days in the bathroom. And I remember this because when we lived together, and he like was in the bathroom for two days in his like Guns and Roses boxer briefs, uh, on and off vomiting. And then on the second day, was like, <laughs> I can't feel these feet. And <laughs> and uh, yeah, turns out he's got diabetes. <laughs> Bitch, we're going to party so hard. You're going to get diabetes. <laughs> Next up. Next up. Back half the second half. What do we got? The second matchup this round. Biggest day. We got microwaves cause cancer versus Vikings and their horny helmets. Ooh, this is this is kind of a rehash of the last one, you guys. Because microwaves causing cancer, like there's a there's a scientific component there. Like you could you could have a, a discussion there about about the science there. Yeah, people make the case even for less than yeah what a microwave is putting out for its negative effects in, on your body. So. I feel like that's not like the logic, like there's a, there's a connection there. And I think, Mm -hmm. I think it's not unreasonable to assume that Vikings wore helmets with horns on them because at the end of the day, who gives a shit? (laughs) (laughs) Do I, do I look, do I look more scary? It's it's a look, right? It's an aesthetic. Yeah. Okay. We're going to reenact this. All right. We're going to see, we're going to, we're going to just play this out here. Uh, I got two facts for you, and I want you to react honestly to both of them. Okay. Uh, number one. Number one. Did you know that microwaves did not cause cancer? I did know that. And number two. Vikings did not have horns on their helmets. <gasps> what? <laughs> but, I, but I played so many video games in which they um, have horns, and I watched so many procedurals. The science is spoken, gentlemen. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I that's the thing. Like, if you were like, I, hey, uh, Joe Schmo, uh, Vikings didn't have um, 
horns, I wouldn't be like, oh, you know what? Come mm-hmm. to think of it, they probably wouldn't have had horns. Because again, I'm kind of going back to what Bobby said, it's almost like, because mm-hmm. who gives a shit? But but here's the thing, who gives a shit either way? Having horns, who gives a shit? Not having horns, who gives a shit? So, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? You can't like reason. I'm going to go with the Vikings because I want to. That's staying true to our... Because I think you could be forgiven for thinking that you, you could be, like I said, the, 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 the science is like a discussion point for microwaves causing cancer. Whereas really the Vikings having horns on their helmets is just, it came from one play. And the and I think the biggest duh of that is if somebody told you that there's actually no evidence that Vikings had helmet, had horns on their helmets, I guess you would have that. I, I don't know. I, I, maybe I would have like, that. Oh, yeah, wait, I think, no, I can finish this. That thought. I think you'd be like, Oh yeah. Why did I think that they did? Right. Why did I yeah. think that? Yes. You're like, no, but the, what they did have was, um, little, um, cap, you know, Nike swooshes. And you're like, Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Cause how the oh. fuck would you know? Yeah. I'm with you on that one. I think that's why it's Vikings for me, baby. All right. Vikings. Viking, we are drift compatible again. Okay. I think we have a winner. CSI Valhalla. All right, that brings us to the finals. One single matchup left. What do we got here? Next up, final round. As always, it's a heads-up matchup. No theme. The second best popular misconception. First contender hibernating means sleeping for three months. Versus Vikings had horns on their helmets. <laughs> <laughs> and there's no theme, as you said, so uh, the the world is our oyster. Yes. I, I have something that, I, out of these two, I feel like I'm leaning one way already. Okay, you got one. You got what one. about, what about yeah. you? I do have one. What do you guys, do you guys have ones you're already thinking of, or... Uh, I do have one in mind. Yes. So here's what I think. I think that my pick embodies kind of the previous two mm-hmm. topics, right? Um, where it's really, really popular, right? It's more, it's it's persistent. It's been around forever. Also, as soon as you think about it, you're like, oh yeah, this is clearly a misconception. It's not real. Um, therefore, one plus one equals... Three months of sleeping. Mm-hmm. My final for second best is hibernating means sleeping for three months. Um, horned helmets. Ah, who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> this is what I was going to go with as well. Uh, hibernating means sleeping. Um, it just feels like a very straightforward yet very persistent misconception. Bobby? I think I was leaning a little more towards the Viking one just because it is so pervasive and it, and it, it like, it like, I don't know. And it, it, the machinations of it like presents itself in so many different types of media. Like, and mm-hmm. just like, I think if you just told someone to think about a Viking, like that might be part of the thing that they imagine. Right. You know, like um, I, I think I just don't, I think uh, folks aren't talking as much about hibernating as they are Vikings, especially like in popular. So, so for me, I, th- I think I'm I'm leaning more towards magnitude, right, or pervasiveness of mm-hmm. the misconception, or it's like mm-hmm. virality. Um, 
So I think it's Vikings for me initially. I I get what you're I get where you're coming from, uh uh, uh Bobby, but um I just I feel like it's lower stakes than the 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 bear the 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 hibernating one. Uh I don't know. Like it's it's just the 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 hibernating bear is I feel it's it's just as pervasive. Uh, it's just that nobody talks about it because how often do you sit there talking about hibernating animals where like <laughs> Vikings are more in the zeit, you know, there's TV shows and so it's just more but if there were more TV shows about bears <laughs> then we'd be talking about hibernations more. Look, I support all content about bears. Um all the bears, please. Um, there should be more. There should be a gr- gr- bear CSI bears. Um, Make more bear content, Hollywood. <laughs> you fucking cowards. You cowards. I, uh, <laughs> I definitely see where you're coming from as far as like, people should know that this is what hibernating isn't like from a scientific <laughs> end, but like it's important yeah. for me to know that you know that this is not sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> So you're saying that if there was a hibernating bear, you don't think you could sneak up to it and poke it and live to, live, live to tell the tale? I mean, um, it depends on how hungry the bear is um, and how lonely it is hanging out in a cave. Well, it's in a torpor. It's hungry. Uh, no, I, I would not. I would not. <laughs> um... Yeah, I wouldn't. Okay. Are you asking me if I would poke a sleeping bear? Yes. The, no. Yes. I'm gonna. I'm you, asking you again you? if you would poke. <laughs> I'm once again. I'm once again asking you if you would poke <laughs> a bear again. with a stick. How long is the stick? Are am I alone? You're 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 all alone. But but you're wearing one of those like stuntman outfits outfits that has like the arm for like the biting dog. You know. Oh, that's not gonna hold up. Um, <laughs> yeah, actually, you're, you're getting revenanted. <laughs> yeah uh if if it was a yard no i don't think so i think it would have to be at least two yards for me to poke that thing and and uh and i'd, I'd want to be like in running shoes mm-hmm. like i want to be geared up um for for escape i've uh poked a cat's tummy that's not sleeping Ooh. it's just there I poked a cat's tummy and they put you in uh-huh. the tummy blender and then your hand is just paper mache thrashed, uh, yeah, thrashed yeah it's, it's not it's not a good idea don't don't go around poking creatures <laughs> okay last question about a hibernating bear do you think you could soothe a hibernating bear like just like walk up and instead of poking it aggressively just be like shh, shh i'm sure it would be really like satiated and soothed after consuming me Mm. <laughs> uh, and feeding yeah. the rest of my carcass to its young. Okay. Um, it depends. Do I have the magic? <laughs> yeah. What am I, what's my magic stat at? <laughs> oh, you got the magic, baby. Yeah. And your AC is eighteen. Mm, okay, an AC of eighteen. Uh, uh, I may reconsider. <laughs> I'm wearing plate armor. <laughs> All right. So. I think I think we're at numbers here. I think we're at numbers here. Yep, two against one. Bobby, last chance. Last chance to change your vote. Uh, I'm sticking with uh, horny Vikings. Okay. Uh, I think that means that uh, hibernating bears. Wait, and the winner is bears. <laughs> hibernating means sleeping is your second best popular misconception. Texas, we did it.
if I understand correctly, you guys both have lockouts, and I am going to take a little of column A, a little column B. I'm going to agree with both of you. So, Ori, take it away. What's your lockout? All right. So, this is a long-held misconception. I've heard it time and time again, and and it bugs me. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an animal lover. It's been established. So, here's the thing. When you talk about goldfish, you better get your facts straight. If you go around saying that goldfish have a three-second memory, uh, meaning they forget every three seconds, then you are cruising for a bruising. You're going you're gonna to mess with the bull. You're going to get the fins. The horns. The, fi- the, fi- the, the gills. Um, uh, that is uh, not true. So let me, uh, let me give you some facts. So in reality, goldfish have memories that span weeks, months, and even years. Wow. The science to back this up has been around for more than 60 goddamn years. And we're still pulling this shit. You're shitting me. That's incredible. Poor goldfish. They're often used as common as a common model for studying memory and learning in fish. Oh. There are thousands of studies on goldfish that show fish have excellent memories. So that's that's my lockout. Uh, goldfish are awesome. Um, uh, uh, we had some when I was young, and then they disappeared overnight. I wonder where they went. They went to the big goldfish farm upstate. That's right. Memory of a goldfish. That's that's. Memory of a goldfish. So you're saying that I remember things. Thank you. There are reams of of. There's reams of data. Bobby, what is your lockout? Uh, my lockout is uh, one of, well, uh, lockout is the idea, the conception that um, this is sold to us by uh, the moving pictures and television shows where uh, like a chloroform rag will like knock you out instantly. Like someone sneaks in, someone's like, bam, chloroform rag, and they just like instantly faint and like. They instantly fall asleep. And also they wake up later with like no repercussions at all. Like they're totally right. fine. It's like, wait, what? Oh my goodness! Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I'm in a second location. Um, it very much can have that effect, but it takes a, a lot of exposure over a considerable amount of time. Um, so yeah, this idea that it's just this like magic fainting liquid on a rat, it, yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Just a PSA out there: if you're going to knock someone out. Use Nana's classic chloroform formula. <laughs> I just feel like anything that causes your brain to shut down is probably like. Probably great. You might just probably not. Just don't do that. Just bring like br- bring some chloroform with you to the dentist. I got this doc. Just be like, no, no, just just, just use this. You're like, I got plenty of practice. Yeah. I even got a rag for you. <laughs> Those are our number ones. And our job is done here.
That's it for today. If you have an umbrage card for us, or if you agree with us, or somewhere in between, let us know at secondbest.show. Tap the mic and leave us a voicemail. Oh, and one last thing. Before you stop this episode, make sure to leave that star rating and review. It helps a lot. See you next time. Uh, we know what we didn't do is talk about our lockout corner. Look, look, yeah! look out. Lightning. Dust. Meow. <laughs> <laughs>